0: PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Thank you for joining and supporting the PDPW podcast. As we approach our 100th episode, we highlight another encore performance, this time from Hank Wagner, who looks at how we need to take control of our circumstances, regardless of our negative thoughts and limited beliefs. And it's how we think that can impact us in a big way. Here's Hank Wagner with The Future Has Already Been Written. Welcome to another PDPW podcast. I am super excited to put some water on those seeds of greatness that are in you. That's right, there's seeds of greatness in you and they've been in you since the day you were born. And they take water, they take nourishment, they take protection, they, they need to be grown and developed and matured. And I am honored to take a few minutes today to do just that. And we're going to talk further about an extremely important subject that I'm that I'm super motivated to talk to you about because it impacts every single life in a really big way. And that's our thinking. So we've talked about our, our brain and how it works and how it functions. We've talked about our thinking, why it's important and how important it is. And today I want to bring it home. I want to bring it home so that we, we have a better understanding of how it really impacts our day to day lives. Because sometimes we can get information about something and it's interesting, but until we realize how it impacts our lives, it doesn't become real. So I want to bring it home and help it become more real. Now, if, if you've not been engaged or heard any of the prior podcasts about this extremely important subject, our mind and our thinking, don't worry, it's not a series. You don't need to shut it off and go back and listen to them before you can get something out of today. But if this podcast sparks or motivates you a little bit on this topic and you want to learn more and you miss some, go back and listen to them. Or listen to one of them over again. Or go to a bookstore, library, or online and get some more information and continue the growth of those wonderful, magnificent seeds that are already in you. So how we think Impacts us in a big, in a really big way. And I would say quite confidently that how you think, how we think, has already placed us on certain paths. I would say that our future has already been written according to the thoughts that we have allowed to become reality for us. That's right. You, you can listen to somebody and understand their thinking, their belief system, and have a really good feeling about where they're headed. Now, this, is, this is, that's a tough statement, because unfortunately, many of those beliefs that already have our future written came before we were eight years old came before we were old enough to really decide if they were true or false. If you remember back, I talked about belief systems and I made the the statement that 80% of our belief systems were in place by the time we were 8 years old. 100% by 18. That's powerful. To think that beliefs that were established when we were extremely young, are writing or already have written much of our future. I regularly hear people who are not happy with their current circumstances. And they complain either about their circumstances or the people associated with them. And I tell them, it doesn't have to be that way. It can be different. You don't have to allow those things to continue to happen in your life. You have some control over them. But I help them realize it's not about the other person or about the circumstance, but that they have to be willing to address their current thoughts or beliefs and be willing to change them. And almost 100% of the time, people will get defensive. They'll fight back and they'll say, no, this is just the way it is. We can't do anything about it. It might work for your life. It might work for somebody else. But this is my life. Does that sound like a belief system? Does it sound like thinking that's already been engraved into their subconscious mind that is controlling or determining actions? Actions contrary to what they would really like to have happen in their lives. We must be open and more aware of how our current thinking and beliefs are impacting our lives, our future. But most of the time, we don't think about that. I'm going to tell you a story, true story. Our daughter Laura uh, now is in, in her mid-20s but she played basketball her, her entire educational career all the way from fourth grade through college. And I remember going to those fourth grade basketball games as if they were yesterday. There really was not much for practice. They just got a group of girls together, and there would be two teams, and they would go out on the court and, and play basketball. But basketball consisted of both teams, somebody got the basketball, both teams ran down the floor, and then they all stood around the basket as they they continued to throw the basketball at the hoop. There was no movement, it's like their feet were, were super glued to the floor. They just stood there as the basketball continued to bounce off the backboard, the hoop, or, or or just came back down, and if it came down in the opposing team, then they'd all run together down to the other end and then stand there and shoot until either the basket was made or it fell to the opposing team, and they do it all over again. Well, it just so happened that our daughter Laura was a farm girl, and she was required to do chores even at that age, and she was pretty tough, pretty strong. All of the girls were about the same height, but Laura was a, a, a bit stronger. So she made most of the baskets at that age because she was really the only one who had the strength to get that basketball high enough to have a chance at going in the hoop. So she felt really good about herself that she was good at basketball because she made most of the points. And that was a lot of what drove her to continue to play basketball because her thinking was already being developed that she was good at basketball. Now, I'm sure we as parents told her that she was good at basketball and tried to positively motivate her. However, she looked at her circumstances without knowing it and came to the conclusion, you know what, because I'm making a lot of the baskets, I must be good at basketball. So she continued to play basketball and we watched her. And I'm gonna fast forward I don't remember if it was the eighth or ninth grade, but the girls are continuing to grow and they're growing right past Laura. And she's one of the shortest girls now in her class on the basketball team. And we all know that typically taller people are better at basketball or can be better at basketball. So I remember Laura coming home from a basketball game and, uh, on this particular night, she was extremely frustrated because a couple games prior to this, she had over 20 points, was high score for the game. And her thinking was, this is the new normal. I'm once again going to become the girl on our team who makes the most baskets. But on this particular night, she didn't make many baskets. They weren't going in for her. She was struggling. And she came home all frustrated and, and, was starting to, to say things like, I'm no good at basketball. I can't do this anymore. All the other girls are taller than me. I suck at basketball. And I'm listening to this and, it's, and I realize that it's not true. And I said, now, Laura, you, you need to understand that just because you had a bad night doesn't mean that you're no good at basketball. It's not always going to work out that you're a high scorer. It's not even supposed to be that way. You need to realize that you're continuing to improve. And she said, well, look, look at what happened. I didn't hardly make a basket tonight. I'm not improving. I'm no good at basketball, blah, 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 blah. So I realized her thinking was beginning to change. So I said, Laura, starting tomorrow, we are going to shoot baskets. And every day you're going to shoot 100 baskets from the free throw line and 100 baskets from the three-point line. And the next day, we went out to our machine shed, swept off the concrete floor, put down some duct tape uh, to, to match the, the proper distance, and she began to shoot baskets. And every single day, I rebounded those baskets, and as she shot them, I counted the ones that she made, and I wrote them down. And this went on for a period of four or five weeks and all of a sudden Laura makes the comment, dad, this isn't doing any good. This isn't helping because her thinking was she should be making every basket by now. But because she wasn't making every basket, she thought it wasn't working. It wasn't good. She's still not good at basketball. I said, Laura, but you need to realize that you're improving. That's what's important. It's the trend. You're never going to be perfect. You're never going to make every basket, but you're improving. You're getting better. She didn't see that, so I went back to all of that data that I had assembled, put it into an Excel spreadsheet, printed out a chart, a graph, and what she quickly saw was that over this four- or five-week period, there was a line that was trending up. It wasn't a, it wasn't a straight line, that there was ups and downs, But on average, that line was continuing to raise. She was getting better over time. And after seeing that chart, she realized her thinking again was impacted. Her belief was impacted. She realized that to be good at anything takes work. It takes effort. It takes practice. But she also realized that even if you work hard, if you practice, it's going to take time. And that every day isn't going to be better than the day before. There's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. And that impacted her thinking. And for the rest of her basketball career, she was still the shortest one on the team. But she was extremely successful because she worked hard, really hard in every single practice and every single game. And she gave it her best and she felt like her thinking was, her belief was, that if she worked hard, she was going to continue to improve. And it happened. So how does that same thing impact us? And does it impact us? Let's take it back to farming. There's people who think that farming requires hard work, and it does. Hard work is required to be successful in a lot of things. But guess what? You don't have to work 80 or 100 hours every week to be successful in farming. However, there's people who think that you do. I used to be that person. I used to think that you had to work extremely hard, and then I expected that of all of my family members and our employees. And that impacted our business in a negative way. And if if you've listened to a prior podcast, or if you go back and listen to it, Mr. Swanner, a person who came into my life and spoke less than a hundred words to me as a young person impacted or changed that thinking. That we should use our head instead of our feet. That we need to work smarter, not just harder. I've, I've talked to a number of, of farm families who think they can't take a vacation. They need to be on that farm 24-7 that it's impossible, that farmers don't take vacations. It's possible. Yes, it can be done. But if your thinking says it's not possible for you, it's not possible for your family. If your past experience says it can't be done and you're willing to accept that as truth, then it can't be done. There's people who tell their children farming is not a good occupation it's all hard work and there's no rewards or that it's impossible to make money in farming we're going through a challenging time now and we need to be careful that we don't allow that thinking to settle in that it's not possible for us to be profitable in farming however it may require change it may require some change in our thinking now people will will tell me sometimes that just because we change our thinking doesn't guarantee that the circumstances will change. That's partially true. However, it'll change how we act. For example, believe it or not, there's people who think that the earth is flat. Yes, today there's a, granted a small percentage of the population, but there's some people who still think or believe that the earth is flat. Now just because you believe that the earth is flat, just because your thinking is that the earth is flat, does not make the earth flat. However, it changes your actions. And some of those same people who believe that the earth is flat will never board a ship or get on a plane for fear of falling off the planet. Now that that may sound silly, but only to those who don't believe that way. How we think and how the people around us think are impacting our lives in a really big way every single part of our life and it's the people who think or believe that it can be different that are the ones who are able to change their future Our thanks to Hank Wagner for joining us this week on the PDPW podcast. And if this podcast sparks or motivates you in any way, go back and listen to more at pdpw.org.